my name is Ryan McCullough. Welcome to the fourth installment of Cold Takes. Who knew we would get this far? We've really gone a long ways. Um, one, two, three, and then four. You know what comes after four? Nope. Sitting alongside, <laughs> we have... Today, uh, Tim Heath is out of the office, and we have special guest who we're going to have anyways, but now he is the third part of the trifecta, is Colson Hornsby. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, glad to have you. Yeah, glad and to be here. as always, Dante Edwards. Oh, what time is it? Game time. Game time? Ooh. Ooh. Wow, Ooh. pretty good. Ooh. All right, well... Um, Dante's going to get us started with uh, the old advanced stats. Advanced stats. All right. As we know by now, unless this is your first time, in which case, welcome. Advanced stats is when I pull the top one game totals for this week in points, assists, rebounds, steals, and blocks. And I ask the guys who they think, which player they think is attributed to that particular statistic. Easiest way to understand it is just to jump in. So we're just going to jump in. What do you guys think had the most points in a single game this week? Um, just to clarify, I normally don't participate in this, and I normally sit back and make fun of uh, Tim okay. with Dante, yeah. but honestly, I don't really know them because Dante's the one that does advanced stats. <laughs> so today I am going along and I am competing. Sort of sharing the Tim burden. And also, maybe Colson, you should give some background to what your NBA, um, what your up-to-date NBA conscience sure, is. Sure, under- understanding, or like, yeah, upkeep, yeah. if you will. Um, yeah, um, uh, I don't watch a ton of the NBA. I'm really just like a series finalist and a finalist kind of guy. I'll catch a Hawks game every once in a while through the season. But just lately, uh, we watched the Jazz play the Lakers. What a week was that a week ago? Something like that. It was like close to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched any basketball since. Um, so I'm out of the loop. So I'll be Tim, I guess, for this portion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have something to say about the Jazz later if we get to it, but. Ooh, Okay. All right, so most points this week, one game. Um, Bradley Beal had a lot last night. I think he had 48. Oh, my gosh. And a loss, as usual. <laughs> um, Pray for DC. Stinks to be on the Wizards. I'll go ahead and – actually, this is something I probably should have clarified before. When I do advanced stats, I go Sunday to Sunday. Today's Monday, though. Yeah. So that's necessary. <laughs> yeah, go on ahead. So go I on want ahead. To elaborate that. Uh, what you said is valid in the conversation right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me think about last Sunday to this last Sunday. Um, Bradley Beal has literally been it for like <laughs> I think two of the three episodes. He does score a lot of points. Um, I'm gonna say I can't. I feel like I would have heard if someone scored more. Yeah. Me too. So you're going with. Unless Luca did something crazy. Wait, I thought I thought I'll go with Luca. I thought I okay. saw something on Instagram or that he he had a crazy game but still lost. Um, maybe I'm getting. Maybe you're thinking of that dream I had in the middle of last week, where Mark Cuban said Luca was bad, and then Luca had a really good game and went up and yelled at Mark Cuban, and they hugged it out afterwards. But you, then I woke up and that didn't really happen. You dream about Mark Cuban and, and Luca Doncic's relationship, of course. <laughs> okay. There's nothing more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, most points this week actually goes to Luke Gilsdorf with 300 Thursday against uh, PCC. He went 100 from 104 for three. 100 for 104. <laughs> Absolutely lit them up. That's a big man. No, the actual answer is Bradley Beal, 46 points um, last night. I didn't see that. And so the answer I had before was a two-way tie between uh, Joel Embiid against the Cavs and our our friend, show favorite, Silk, with Silk. a career-high 42 against yeah, the Spurs. Silky. S- Silky. That was like a weird radio thing for me to say. Yeah. Silky. Silky. Yeah, um, a lot of points scored this week. I think there were three or four 40-plus point games. Bradley Beal put up 46 in a loss again. I feel so bad for him. Pray for DC. It's, if you're hearing this, just say a quick one. They need help. <laughs> hey, Bradley. The entire year. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Brad, my guy, I know you're listening. Um, shout out to you. You're working hard, putting in the work. You deserve much, You deserve wins, honestly. It's kind of sad the way that... Anyway, Yeah. <laughs> 46 from Bradley Beal. May God rest his soul. 
All right. Assists. Who had the most assists this week? Um, this one actually was news, so you might you might know this. We're just going to do a really quick shout-out to uh, Paige Becker's UConn women's <laughs> GOAT in training. Mm. Um, <laughs> she had UConn record. I'm getting uh-huh. some weird looks in the studio yeah, right just, now. Just go ahead. Just listen. Um, she had a uh, UConn record. I think it was 16 assists, and she is now has the single-season UConn record and did it in 20 games uh, for the NBA, though. Huh? Was that 130 assists? It was more than that, I think. It was like oh 160 gosh. or 150. It was uh, a lot of assists. That is a lot of assists. But we're NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, how uh, married would you say Paige Beckett is? Married? Yeah, like how married? Like unmarried, like married, single, seeing someone single. maybe. She is. She. Married. I would imagine she's probably seeing somebody. Probably seeing somebody. Okay. You follow her on Instagram. I don't. Hmm. I do. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, just casual. We're friends. Uh-huh. It's mutual. No. Yeah. <laughs> she also follows you on Instagram. Which is Not yet. Okay. Sure. I'm there for basketball. Moving on to the NBA assists. I'm trying to think of who had a lot. I can't think of anybody, so I'm going to go with the safe bet, which is always Chris Paul. I was going to say CP. Um, you can. You can. So no, I want to mix it up. Assists. I'll say something crazy like Draymond. That's insane. It is Draymond <laughs> Green. Nice. Draymond Green at 19 assists. A career high. I got it right. You got it right. <laughs> Let's go. That's ridiculous. I did not know that. And everyone listening. I don't know how Oh, that my happened. gosh. That was crazy. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> career high, 19 assists against the Hornets. Uh, Draymond Green made news twice this week with a career high assists and also for getting ejected from the end of a game. I don't remember which game. But he got ejected, and he, post-game, actually the day after the game, was like, yeah, that was completely on me. I have to be better. I can't get that second tech. This bothers me more than getting ejected from game five of the NBA Finals. And he's wrong for saying that. Right? Like, we're all in agreement. No, yeah, he was, okay. it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But he did say that with his full chest and then hasn't yeah. taken it back. So They've far. been saying, they being the NBA players, been saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> Collectively. Like, wholeheartedly. <laughs> Like Zach Levine saying, I'm only scared of my God. Oh, my God. My God and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's dream. Yeah. Um, what's the opposite of a shout out? Is that like a whisper in? No. <laughs> go, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go on. Unshout out to Draymond Green for the lack of self-awareness. This, just generally. Just generally having no self-awareness. You're not welcome on the pod. No. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> no offense, Draymond, but we're going to have to rescind that invitation. I think it's a roast or a... Uh... Well, you can't just say, like, roast Draymond Green and then say something about him. <laughs> opposite of a shout-out. Feels someone, like a like a cancel, maybe. Someone hit us up with but the opposite less, of a shout-out. Less shout controversial out. word than cancel. It's got to be less controversial than cancel, because a shout-out doesn't mean anything. They don't, they don't hear this. <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> Draymond Green can no longer come to my birthday party. I'll just say that. I don't know. All right. <laughs> rebounds. Who had the most rebounds this week? I'll go with Joel. Joel Embiid? Okay. Um, if it was on the Hawks, I would have seen it on Twitter. So I'm going to say... Actually, somebody had a lot of boards. Oh, somebody had a lot of boards. That's a fact. That's a fact. A lot of beef. A lot of beef. Speaking um, of which, um, tune in next week. We got some surprises in store. We got some stuff coming up. Um, yes. While I'm thinking of that, I will go ahead and talk about this. Um, we are teaming up with TFC Eagle Radio. Shout out to David Ramirez and Javen Bear and all the sweet people who work with TFC Eagle Radio. Um, like they did the Chick-fil-A gift card giveaway, they're doing another gift card giveaway. We don't officially know what it is yet, but we have a little wink. Wink. Um, what just? What happened with my eyebrow? I think <laughs> I need to get a new one. Um, and so be uh, be looking out for that. That'll be happening this week. Um, boards this week. I don't know. I'll, I I don't want to say. You said Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, this is going bad. Why don't you go with your favorite sensor, Nikola Jokic? Because why would you say that if it was the right answer? Uh, Reverse psychology. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, for some reason, Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis? I don't think he's played in like two months. No, he was playing. He probably has. He just is either injured or not making an impact. The correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Jarrett Allen with 18 against the oh, Rockets. Oh, that's who it was. He put up 26 and 18 against the Rockets, who still play PJ Tucker at center. So yeah, and the that. Cavs are huge. The touring center team between the Cavs and the Pistons. That's all the centers in the NBA. You remember when yeah. the Pistons signed like who? Six what team centers? are you talking about? Detroit. They have a basketball team. The um the Detroit Jeremy Grants. <laughs> Detroit Jeremy Grants. Yeah. The Dennis Smith Juniors. Um uh, Dennis Smith Juniors. Man, it's kinda listen, I like Jeremy Grant a lot and we like liked him a, we liked him a ton on the Nuggets. Nuggets last year. Nuggets and Jazz run together sometimes, especially in that playoffs. Well, you're right. Same thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's and true. they were they Same were both vibe. wearing their alternates the whole time, and it was just kind of like, okay, which one? Both of your color schemes Neither are all over the right. place. Yeah. It's just because um, of mountains and snow. Yeah. And Collective now understanding. Hold up. The Nuggets also have like a red themed alternate. Yes. Don't na- they? That's that's what I was gonna say. Is what's why in the world do they have a red themed alternate jersey? Mm. Why do the Jazz? Wait. The, I will say something about the Utah Jazz. Go for it. Um, their color palette, I saw something on Twitter like weeks ago that like their spectrum of color they can pull from all the way back from like the late 80s to 2021 is insane. If you have time to go look up the Utah Jazz color palette for their uniforms and branding, it makes no sense. Like they've used them all. Yeah. Like they have like very dark brown all the way to like very bright red. Yeah. And, and blues and purples, and yeah. it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of here for it, though. And navy, and well, now it is currently navy, green, and like yellow. But they also have their desert uniform. The desert uniform. Yeah. Wait, which looks like what? It has like the arch that's in South Utah. It's like red, and it like kind of tapers down yes. to like yeah, yeah, yeah. And the court looks cool. Yeah, it looks great. It's like a square it. Utah. Which it, it is, is. Yeah, it's okay. a square. <laughs> kind of. But, like, it's, like, super square. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, you know me and my shapes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good job not saying that one. Um, I'm looking right now at the Utah Jazz full color palette. Did you ask us something? How did we get here? Yeah, I don't remember. This I don't remember. too much. We never I think we just We were talking words. about how... The Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz are, are Jeremy same. Grant. Yes, Jeremy Grant. Detroit um, Pistons. Wow, we we went somewhere. Like obviously the the Pistons. I mean, I guess they're. I mean, this isn't who they're building their franchise around because now he's gone. But like earlier this year or late last year, they were trying to build around Blake Griffin, which is just like kind of sad. That is really that, sad. That's the reality. But with Jeremy, like it's it's just I'm just getting to the point of it's sad that Jeremy Grant is has to be the man because he he was such a good and I think he he can be like a two man but he's as he a scoring so wing he's doing okay yeah as a winning scoring wing he is in Detroit <laughs> and so there's only so much you can ask of a of a Detroit piston in general um I'm looking at the Utah Jazz color palette right who, now you know who that sounded like who that sound like? MJ. I appreciate that. That's the greatest Man, basketball that player. Do you mean for that to be a diss? Or... That's the greatest basketball player of all I didn't time. Mean for I appreciate to... that very much. I meant for it to be like... No, what, what can I say? <laughs> Not much. Utah... It's a mistake. Utah... <laughs> okay. Utah has currently picked the three least coherent colors they could have possibly chosen as their... Yes. As their colors. They yes, had, those are them. They had this cool sort of blue-purple, like real wintry colors going on. And then they had this blue-purple with a little bit of like muted red that didn't go poorly. Like that looks good. But now they're going with bright yellow, navy blue, and what is that? Navy green? I don't know what to call that. Navy green? I did say navy green. What do you? What is? What is that? Oh, you're right, yeah. It's like navy blue if it were green. I think it's in the context it's in. Like, if that color was separate from 
navy blue and mustard yellow, it would be a good color. Yeah, it'd be perfectly fine. Sure. But it's it's just the. Green but it's not. Is blue. a thing. We're getting on colors now. Mm-hmm. What are we? A, Bunch of art, art men. What is this? Yeah. Art men. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite DC hero. Artman. The Minnesota yeah. Artman. From South Park. What a favorite. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, that was rebounds. All right. We're going on to steals. And I have a little bit of a sentence about steals. But we'll go ahead and start with who had the most steals this week. Can't wait on that sentence. Who just be ripping it? Just hand in the cookie jar. Just ripping them lips. Hmm. Word to Trey Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing somebody says. It's about fishing. Um, and not basketball. <laughs> uh, who's the big stealer who's got their hand in the cookie jar this week? I'm sorry for what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, I'll say... This is bad. This is such a specific stat um, that I'm apparently bad at judging. Colson's better at it. Go on. Um, <laughs> something's telling me D-Book. I don't know. It's because I've been contemplating the University of Kentucky for a while. Or if and it's you bad. have. Um, and I just, and I, and I have. And we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, something's telling me D-Book. The same voice that told me Draymond. I'm going to say Devin Booker. Okay. Um, I'm going to say DeAndre Hunter. Why not? DeAndre Hunter? Yeah. He is still out with a removed knee. I just exposed myself. It's not completely removed. It's just not doing great. I think he's on the docket for the like the animatronic. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty That's much the situation. NBA is off of um, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret this sentence, but fun fact about Chuck E. Cheese. His full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> there is a YouTube video and I don't know the context it's a clip from something else and on the YouTube video the guy in the he's just he just says a powerful rat named Charles Entertainment Cheese and I think about that when I'm sad and it helps me out a lot um so you said Devin Booker yeah. you said Injured DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter. Hunter yes who has not been playing um, you were incorrect. Oh, okay. But it was his teammate, Kevin Herter. Oh, I knew it was a hawk. Red Velvet, six steals last night. Six. Six. That's big steals. Wow. Before Kevin Herter last night, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players who were tied for the most steals this week at four. And what I like about this list is that it's a compilation of my favorite non-famous, just kind of do-your-job role players. Can't wait. And it's just, it's a really nice list. Um, four steals. Kevin Herter again against the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Theo Maladon, backup Thunder point guard. Do not, do not know that man. He's a rookie from France. Second round pick, doing okay. Doing, doing well enough. Doing second round things. Doing his best. <laughs> second round. <laughs> Kieta Bates-Diop. Against the Thunder, I don't. This is like a this is like a two K draft. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> TJ McConnell against the Warriors. Know that one. Jared Vanderbilt against the Bulls. Thaddeus Young against the Wolves. Wow, he's still in the league. Nick Claxton against the Magic. UGA boy Nick Claxton. Julius Randle. I said Julius Randle against the Knicks, and that can't be right. And <laughs> DeAnthony Melton against the Rockets. Woo! We have sort of developed a theme on this podcast of talking about obscure basketball players that no one thinks or talks about. Yeah. But I just brought up Kieta Bates Diop. You did. And you pronounced it. I did. Well, prob- as far as I know, and Colson knows, you pronounced it correctly. It sounded sure. good. The thing you did with the was really yeah. good. I, I appreciate that. Um, two for two for us. No idea if that's correct. Um, but we have... Are you talking about Boris Diaw? I am not. <laughs> I'm not even a little bit. The name for this podcast, we have a lot to pick from. If we're going to stick with the theme of obscure names and or nicknames, we got a lot. We got a long list. So, there were a lot of steals this week. 
yeah. lot of steals. Just true. Yeah. Stealing, thievery. Just, yeah, stealing. not good actually. Shout out to Jared Vanderbilt, whoever that is. <laughs> All right, and finally, um, we got one more stat and then a kind of honorable mention. Most blocks this week. Um, someone had a stupid game. I'm gonna say, Joel. I guess. Joel Embiid. Okay. Um, I'll go with Ben Simmons. Is that just out of spite? They're going with Ben Simmons. I saw something on Twitter about he was like, I'm the best defensive player in the league or something along the lines of that. Um, Yeah, that falls under the they just be saying stuff category. (laughs) So I'm going to pick him. (laughs) Um, Because something had to have happened to make him think that. So. I don't know if that's true. I feel like nothing could have happened and he would still think that. (laughs) That's another logical. (laughs) Um, The correct answer is Rudy Gobert against the Hornets. Six blocks. Rudy. That's a nice. It's a, it's a lot of blocks, but it's not going to make you stop in your tracks. Sure. Can I ask a controversial question? Maybe. What kind Maybe. of meat is a block? <laughs> that is controversial. If a rebound is beef. If a rebound is beef, what is a block of meat? That's like spam. Chuck. Chuck? Or like... Like, um, like E-Cheese? Boston Butt. Charles Entertainment? Boston Butt's like the big... It's like a... Boston butt. And they both start with both Boston and butt and block. Start with B. Alright. Final category. The um, honorable mention. Three pointers. For real this time. Not Luke not Luke Gilsdorf. Shout um, out to Luke Gilsdorf. Shout out to Luke Gilsdorf though. Um, I'm going to say Buddy Heald because he hit the... He was the fastest player to a thousand trees. He was, yes. And he is my friend. Shout out to Nick Smichael, his cousin. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how related they are, but in high school, he used to always talk about it, and we used to watch his games. Okay. So. Cousin's enough? Cousin's enough. Kind of like Cousin Clyde Edwards Hilaire you have uh, what the, is your um, What's your okay. take? Moving on to the next thing. Yeah, we're just going. We're just um, going. Man. I want to say something crazy and go with LaMelo Ball. He's been hitting um, three pointers lately. They're ugly as sin, but somehow they have been <laughs> they going <are>. in. <laughs> Man, I've never seen someone shoot with le- with like more bend in his knees. Yeah, he like, like he just elevates his toes out a little bit. It's I don't I don't get it. Yeah, it's um, be crazy. Yeah, no. Okay. The answer is <laughs> okay. Danilo Gallinari, who set um, a Hawks record with ten threes, thirty eight points. He plays in the NBA. Yeah. That's not just one of your friends from back home. You're giving us a low key shout out. <laughs> no. I ain't never heard of him before. You've never heard of Danilo Gallinari? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of NBA. He was on the no, he's on the Nuggets. He was on the Nuggets and the Knicks, long time. and then the Clippers, and then the Thunder, and then the Hawks, and now here, and now here, and now, and now, now he here. holds the now he's home Atlanta Hawks um, record for most threes in the game, ten of thirteen. Oh wow! Against the Beantown Boys, who held it before him? Kyle? Probably Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. So it's got to be Kyle. I'm surprised when you started this sentence. Maybe Joel? Joe Johnson? Iso Joe? I don't Iso know. Joe, who is Iso now playing. In the, the big three, I want to say? Yeah. No, yes. For some reason, I was going to say fan-controlled football. That was yeah, the first I thing that came to mind, because that was like the first thing. That's the big thing that's happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for advanced stats. Those are the stats. Those are the stats, and they are advanced, if I do say so. Advanced, baby. Okay, so do we want to move on to the old nicknames? We could go ahead and do a nickname watch. Pop them out. Um, So nickname watch, in case you missed last week's episode, we adjusted the qualifications. Now... Far more complex now. (laughs) Far more complex. In a five-game span, a player has to score at least 23 points in three of those five games or have a double-double with at least 15 of any counting stat, assists, rebounds, points, blocks, um, in three of those five games. And you have to, you just have to play 30-plus minutes a game. There's no excuse for having a nickname and playing, like, 29 minutes. That's weak. Yeah, that's weak. Unless um, you have a very fun name. Unless you do have a very fun name. And that's an exception. That Some we're exceptions. We're not going to get to. We're not going to get to that. Yeah. This week's nickname watch is um, a special one, Kentucky-focused. 
Let's we got we got two cats on the list. Uh, first, De'Aaron Fox. Okay. He made it. Like he is. Qualified. He made it. He's qualified. Wow. Yeah. It's hard though because his his name is already so much fun. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. yeah. It is hard, but. And like, you can't really do anything with Fox. That's not weird. Uh, they called him Swiper for a while when he was at oh, when he was in Washington. That's pretty good. I think that's his Instagram handle, maybe. I'm it not might sure be. About that. Let's see what Basketball Reference has to say about him. <clears throat> I don't see a nickname. Oh, yeah. Oh, three nicknames. Swiper, the name. Okay. No ER. <laughs> the General. And Quick. That's Shaq, insurance. Oh, that You're is right. Shaq's car Man, insurance. You just, took back, you just took me back to an ancient memory. I think I saw it yesterday. For a great low rate. They're not paying us. Um, and the last <laughs> one. <laughs> not worth finishing the sentence. It's They're not. not paying us. The last one is quick. Just an adjective in regards to speed. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so> weird. <laughs> um, so I guess we just go with Swiper. Are we going to outdo Shout out Dora. I don't think we can outdo that. I can't. It's Swiper with an A, though. Swiper. No, no hard R. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Devin Booker. I always just call him D Book. Point score. Oh, yeah. How do because you, you know who doesn't like name based nicknames is Dante. It's not so much name based nicknames. There's just a, like like two or three formats of nicknames that players get that I think are just lazy. The initials, just KD. Sure. Like, okay. Um, the initials and a number combination. CP3 is one thing, but then Anthony Davis was AD3 for a while, and then Dwight Howard was D12. That's just, hmm. it's yeah, lazy. lazy. CP3 is like kind of a trademark thing CP3 now. is, yeah. I'm yeah. fine with that. I agree that's with that. That's AD3... I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. That sounds a little... That sounds just funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Just, not... Those sounds don't work together. Yeah. I think D-Book is... D-Book is fun. Not fun, but it's fine. Sure. That's what I mean. And it works. And it's it's at least a little bit, like, you know, it's not just DB. Oh, dude, that'd be so bad. DB, Defensive what's back. his number? Defensive Two? Back. DB1? DB1. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, that's like... Bad. That's just the NCAA football name. Um, basketball Reference has his only nickname as Book. Book. Mm. I like Book. Book's I thought name. of the librarian as y'all were talking. Booker, play on words. The librarian? I don't hate that. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you say that so well? You, say, you said it like you were saying you liked it. Yeah, my, my brain stopped working <laughs> as you said you. that. And I was like, yeah, I killed that. And then it was like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait, he got me. I'm an idiot. No, I mean, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> the Librarian? I feel like I had a nickname before, and I have since forgotten it. Booker. Dev. Sorry. I like Book. It's a little lazy, though. <clears throat> like, little lazy. if we want one that's like a, it's like a fun one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. There are no bad nicknames. And there are. But we need them in order to make fun of them for content. So if you have something... <laughs> Let us know. Um, man, that was a lot of mental gymnastics. I just <laughs> decided if I'm going to say anything. Um, man, I... I don't know. I mean, What are his qualities? Like, he's a good all-around player. So it's not like he has one niche thing. Like, Dort is like, oh, he's a great defender. I don't know. You would say he's way more than that. But like, and he is. Dortress <laughs> and Dorsher Chamber, they're all Both are bad. defensive nicknames. Um, the Lutensil is his yeah, nickname. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you did you purposely leave out the Lutensil? No, I knew someone was going to say <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you could argue that maybe one of the nicknames that was just listed is less accurate than the other two, but... Yeah, the Dortress is just <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but I don't, I don't know, what's, what's D-Book's... Is, what's his thing? I don't know. He's he a scores. Good, he scores at all three levels. He's good at basketball. He scores. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thing. saying. Is that like, when, once you're at that level, like think about all the other people at that level. Like they are all, they all have name basis nicknames. I'm just going to throw this out here. Um, we call, what's Steph Curry's nickname? 
Curry. The chef, yeah. Because he's cooking. Yeah. Devin Booker also scores in, at times, embarrassing fashion for the defenders. Uh There's something there with, like, the word cook. Maybe the cook, like, pressure cooker. (laughs) I don't know. Devin Cooker. Wait, I kind of like Devin Cooker. Devin Cooker? Instapot. Devin Instapot Booker. Devin Instapot Booker. The cookbook. Cookbook. Uh, mm. He'd be having a lot of moves. He got moves. No one said these had to be good nicknames. Um, well, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do, maybe this will be, we have, we have a Cold Takes Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at cold.takes. We, we really had no idea what to do with it. But maybe we'll do some kind of Q and A thing where people can submit, can submit their nickname suggestions because our minds are only so. You know, you know the word. I'm gonna write down cookbook. Um, I like cookbook because rhyme. Because mm-hmm. rhyme. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll write it down. I'm, we're not married to it. If you, if you can come up with something better, by all means, we'll switch it. Um, yeah, follow us at Cold Takes. Also, shout out Eagle Radio. TFC.equal.radio. Yes. Follow them as well. We got some good stuff in the works. Um, so are we satisfied with Cookbook and Swiper? I think so. I think I am. All right. Um, this concludes Nickname Watch. This concludes Nickname Watch. I'm going to do a quick little news segment. Just very quick. Um, I think I have three things. First of all, this is not NBA news. JJ Watt. We were going to tell this to Tim. Um, he's not here. But then Tim found out before we were going to record anyways. Um, but J.J. Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals, which is crazy. Um, so that happened. Secondly, this was the news that I was like, um, y'all are going to be surprised that this didn't happen already. It feels like it already did. Joe Kim Noah officially retired. What? Today. <laughs> From basketball. He just, like, hung it up. Um, yeah, he finally hung it up. He has not played since... Actually, he played last year for the Clippers. Um, and he played in five games. Didn't start any. Last year. Last year. 1920. Um, and the article I read said, effectively retiring. Yeah, it said that he intended to retire as a bull. I don't know if the bulls are <laughs> down with that. <laughs> Or what like, the situation hey, is. like, I just want to... Do y'all think franchises have, like, a preference? Like, do you think he called the Bulls front office and was like, hey, can we work out, like, a one-day deal so I can, like, go home? And the Bulls are just like, no. no. <laughs> like, uh, like, we just are too busy. We don't want to have to yeah. deal with that another element. <laughs> For, a, like, a storied franchise like the Bulls to have to, like, retire Joakim Noah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I mean, he um, shoots with both hands. I feel bad for him because of the story about him and KG, and now he had a KG Kevin Garnett poster in his room growing up, and then he got up to play, and he was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. And KG was like, who are you? And then, like, proceeded to bully him for the rest of his career. <laughs> that's tough. Maybe that's how he became that way. Maybe um, that's how Joakim Noah became Joakim Noah. At the hands he's just, of like, a, an abrasive guy. A mad sure, Kevin yeah. Garnett. Because, yeah. like, his hero was just, like, you're not worth my time. Yeah. And then he went to the Knicks and that got paid sense. like $60 million to be on a boat and not play for the Knicks. Which happens a lot with... The Knicks, uh, speaking of, um, I guess where I'm going next. Um, any Nick listeners, we just want to say sorry about last week. We know that it got, it got dicey. Tim was saying a lot of stuff. That is on him exclusively. That is on him. We don't take... <laughs> we don't take... Any responsibility for the things said (laughs) on our podcast. No, we don't. Um, We don't claim that. But the Knicks are currently, as it stands, fourth in the Eastern Conference behind the Sixers, Nets, Bucks. Those are the three teams. There's not (laughs) another one. Um, That's how numbers work. Which is crazy. I saw a picture of, I think it was like four years ago, and those were like the final four teams. Like the, the, however many. So. 15 to 12. The Knicks aren't terrible. The Hornets are kind of cool, again. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Bulls have a 
high flying shooting guard averaging 28 points a game. Mm-hmm. This is 1996. <laughs> no, it's not. This is 1996. The Pistons, the pi- oh. 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 Or 9-25. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I'm going to read out. This was my important thing about the East. It wasn't so much about the Knicks. These are the records of numbers 4 through 10 in line. 18 and 17, 17 and 17, 17 and 17, 17 and 17, 16 and 17, 15 and 17, 15 and 17. The, um, who was it who lost? I think the, uh, the Celtics were ninth on Saturday and they are now sixth. Like they lost a game. They were fourth. They lost a game and moved to ninth. Like that was just how the thing worked out of like, there are just all of these 500 teams that are just sitting there. That's crazy. Um, and then, oh, those are the three things. There is a fourth thing. Oh, there's a fourth. Oh, there is a fourth thing. Uh, uh the Hawks uh, released, um, Lloyd Pierce from head coaching duties, like an hour before this podcast started. Yeah. Um, it's tough to hear because Lloyd Pierce is an incredible guy. Just my favorite head coach taught me all I know about defense on YouTube. Mm. He did. He did. So what happened with the Hawks? Link. Yeah, send me the link. Um, oh, Trey Young. Oh, go on. That'll yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Lloyd Pierce was released, and right now they're trying to get Nate McMillan to agree to being the interim head coach. I thought that was a thing. You're just saying that it. They are trying to convince him he doesn't want to do it because he is loyal to Lloyd Pierce. Oh, loyal to Lloyd. Loyal to Lloyd. And he is of the mind that Lloyd Pierce should continue to be the head coach. Loyalty. 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 That was that was good. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um Man. so the Hawks have a game tomorrow, tonight, and we don't know who's coaching. Sweet. Um, I saw a tweet from Chris Kirshner, who's the athletic Hawks guy. Um, and by athletic Hawks guy, I don't mean a guy who's a Hawk and is athletic. I mean the sports journal. Um, and he said that he talked to a Hawks player. He talked to a Hawks player and um, <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know earlier in the day. And he said they talked to a Hawks player, and he didn't know earlier in the day that they had been fired. Like, yeah. They literally practiced this morning, and Lloyd was coaching them. Found um, out on Twitter. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah. But also weird. Um, my initial thought was, oh, now we're going to tank. But if they're trying to get Nate McMillan. They're still trying to win. And if they wanted to tank, they would have kept Lloyd Pierce. Because he doesn't win. Yeah. As Even though he's a incredible human being yeah we love him we love him um with nate mcmillan and with lloyd pierce there was a period of time where lloyd had to step away from the team covid contact tracing and nate mcmillan took over for like four games and i think the hawks were like three and one in those games and they like defended sometimes it was crazy so he's not on our he was on our staff nate mcmillan yes he still as of right now, is on our staff. Um, they hired him as an assistant coach like this offseason, before yeah. the season started. Um, and it kind of feels like it makes more sense why they hired him if they didn't truly believe in Lloyd. Because it feels like they brought yeah. him on knowing that like at some point they would let Lloyd Pierce go and Nate McMillan would take over. But Nate McMillan doesn't seem like he's down with that. Huh. Well... That stinks to be a hawk. Guess it always does, huh? Why does like the process, especially like within professional sports, like players always find out things are happening right after practice on Twitter or like through? They never find out the way they're supposed to find out, as far as I understand. Yeah, it yeah. seems like front offices just don't communicate anymore. Don't tell players like what's going on. I really hope that player who said that was not Trey Young, because if it is, you can't have your franchise player finding out. That your head coach is being let go on the internet. Sure. Yeah. I can't lie. I was talking about that a while ago of like, y'all be treating us weird. And I understand that there's a whole argument of like, 
they make a million they make millions of dollars or whatever but also I mean, like, yeah but they are your human decency <laughs> sure yeah. yeah and like you tell them they're yeah like they shouldn't find out their boss got fired yeah on twitter yeah it's just weird though yeah it's all weird it's weird especially because the all-star game is in like four days oh and it's here mm-hmm. yeah the all-star break is right there and so why wouldn't you just wait till the all-star break like do you really think that these three games first of all matter enough and second of all are winnable enough to like fire Lord, lloyd pierce right now the day before a game like why not just wait until this weekend when the news just goes away because of the all-star game i don't know it's a really weird situation it's not like for sure apparently that he's going to remain fired. Yeah. Because Nate McMillan from what I've heard from a rumor from a friend who is not close to the team. Like this is just a guy. But he said that um Nate McMillan was threatening to walk out actually on the Hawks because of the firing. Can't wait to see how this unfolds. It's so I just don't understand how it's the really easy like Trey Young can hit a thirty five foot step back three with two guys in his face, but it's the easy things that we can't handle, like firing a coach <laughs> who's not good at coaching but is great at being a human. Well, that's Atlanta baby. Atlanta baby. Um, all right. Well, guys, we still have a little bit of time. And Colson, Colson has a story for us. He teased um, Migo's involvement. <laughs> yes, Migo's is somehow interlocked in this story. Sure, it'll maybe come around to Kentucky basketball at some point. It'll maybe not. Um, it won't. It won't. Oh, good. We um, will. We if we have time, we will talk a little Kentucky basketball. Okay. Um. Yes, a story for everyone. And it is basketball related. Just wait on it. Am I, am I good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a friend. His name's Trey in high school, and he's a videographer. He shoots music videos for like medium end rappers in Atlanta. Um, and he always helps me. He always, he like says, I'll pay you if you come help out on the set. And I, we, I drove up to Buckhead one afternoon, like my senior year, and we shot for this guy. Um, and he's a normal normal set. Normal, everything went well. We shot all day, got the video done, and, and left. And Trey pulled away from this, like, session with a new uh, way to say, like, I swear on God. Or, like, whenever someone's like, man, that test was really hard. And you're like, yeah, it really was. And then they're like, oh, on God? And they're like, yeah, on God. It's, like, kind of like that. But yeah. he would say, on folks now, which I had never on heard folks before. folks yeah. Um, and he just said that a lot for like probably a six month time period. And I eventually asked Trey, where'd you like pick that up at? Like, that's funny. And he was like, uh, I got it from Q6. Like he's the rapper that we shot like months and months and months ago in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, was he any good? Like, was he famous at all? Or was he just like some lower end rapper you were trying to make some money off of? And he said, uh, he said something about playing basketball I don't really know so I googled him um days later and it is Marquise Daniel um who played for the Celtics is a mid-tier rapper operating out of Atlanta (laughs) Georgia Marquise Daniel (laughs) um that I shot a music helped shoot a music video for um though how Migos is intertwined in this story is we shot the music video at a mansion in Buckhead that is the same mansion the Ric Flair drip music video is shot in um, and it was shot within like two weeks of each other which is a, a very crazy phenomenon that happened to me so you almost met Migos but instead met Marquis Daniels yes <laughs> it's a crazy story and then picked up on folks now um, and the reason why the story came up today before the podcast was I had never heard anyone say on folks now before Besides Trey, and it was more of a bit than anything that he did. And then he's Riley DM'd me a video of Derek Rose screaming, and that's on Folks Nim, walking back to the Knicks locker room last night. So I was, that's how all this story ah, got kicked off. Basketball. This <laughs> all right. I see. At 7 a.m. Um, I see. So that was the story, more or less. Um, 
it was just a crazy experience that I found out that um, an ex Celtics player is uh, shooting lower in rap and out of the heart of Atlanta. So shout out to Q6. He's <laughs> 40 years Q6. old. Yeah, I looked him up Wait, today again just to make yeah. sure. He's 40. He's 40. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what we can do right now is pull up the old basketball reference. Nickname watch Marquise Daniels? Uh, He averaged 13 points one year for Indiana. I don't think he'll meet the qualifications, but for story purposes, I think we should give... Marquise, Marquise Daniels. Daniels oh, I have a good name. Q6. <laughs> <laughs> um, he played for a while. Like, he played for 10 years. Yeah. I like was surprised. Hmm? Most known for his Milwaukee Bucks years, it looks like. Interesting. No nickname on basketball reference, so this will be his first, ignoring Q6. Um, I'm happy to announce he was an assistant coach at Auburn. Wow. Yeah, and he's a player development coach at Auburn currently. So you did good. Maybe he good has. Maybe he stopped rapping as of late. Good for Marquise. Um, maybe he makes like no. <laughs> no he doesn't nah. make any money. <laughs> <laughs> nah. He has all the money he needs. I hope. Yeah. Um. In 2007-2008, Marquise Daniel started one game. In 2008-2009, Marquise Daniels started. 43 games in 2009-2010 Marquise Daniels started four games and then never started more than four games until his last year of 2012-2013 when he started 33 there's a lot of up and down going on with Marquise hey you know who made it to the league Marquise Daniel he made it to the show show, oh that's not that's not a slam at all we're probably going to name this episode after Marquise Daniel somehow. <laughs> sounds six, like we okay. now we'll have to name it <laughs> Q6. Q6. Um, he was all rookie his, you know, rookie year. Really? Yeah. I'm folks in him? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, Colson has said this, like, since my freshman year, and I'm sure obviously before then, but I always thought it was my phone name. Like, that's whenever I say it, which is rarely. Yeah. It is normally, like, when I just remember to say it, of, like, oh, this would be funny right now, sure. is on my phone name. Yeah. Which means, can I say it, the, what it means? Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, on my folks in them. Yeah, that's what yeah. I yeah. understood it to be. Yeah. Yeah. But you added the K in there. I never heard the K in there. Yeah, that's before. what Trey would say. Oh, um, uh, okay. And you Derek Rose to... said, I think he said phone name. Did he say phone name? We can pull up the video. Yeah, we can. I, I listened to. to it at 6.30 a.m. this morning when he DM'd it to me. And I was just, it made my morning, I guess. Um, this just in is Nate McMillan uh, is going to become the Hawks. Wow. He's agreed coach. to it? Oh, thank goodness. Um, Praise yeah. the lamb. That's good for us, eh? Praise the lamb. Here we go with the old... Uh, Does he cast this video? I don't think so. Okay, we'll just play it and then we'll see. This is sort of... What did I say before? Wait, where I'm going to edit this. Oh, okay, cool. But I was about to say, what, sort like, of like this an audio weird. hell of oh, yeah, sorts. That was audio hell. What did I say? I forget what I said <clears> before. <throat> I'll just edit. Okay, here it is from Twitter. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, on phone now. It sounds like you just woke up. Um, it's crazy enough because he just had played an <laughs> NBA game. <laughs> um, man, I just love Jared Rose. Okay, we have a little bit of time left. I'll be honest. You want to hear some? It's time to talk. No, you go. It's time to talk Wildcat basketball. Let's do it. Welcome to ninety-three-nine. The cat. Cats by ninety. Cats by ninety. Is um, that a, is that a real thing? Yes. No. It, it, no. Cats by ninety is a real thing. Cats by ninety is a real yeah, thing. They that's say like that. their thing. Like yeah. war eagle for Auburn. I'm sorry, I said that. Um, <laughs> right on the topic of Marquis Daniels, war eagle. Um, yeah. What are you going to say? I was just going to share some Marquis Daniel facts, so oh, this is better. Give us one more. Oh, right. give It'd us one more fact and we'll go. One more Marquis Daniel fact? Sure. Um, his career high in points is 33, and his career high in three-pointers attempted is six. 33 points? Yeah. I mean, that's not terrible. Rookie year. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's all rookie. Dang. Q6. 
Um, Q6. Q6, baby. I'll phone him. <laughs> um, I'll let Colson share his take, and he's a little, a little off of it, like a little less on the side that he was on. He was, he was taking a very aggressive line on yes, the Cats. I've simmered, if you will. Um, Colson's a Cats fan. I'll let him explain it. But I have news today that the NIT has been shrunk to 16 teams, um, which could spell bad news for big-name schools who do not make the big dance. Um, I don't want to hear anything about the NIT tournament. What I want to hear is your thoughts on Kentucky's women's team. <laughs> My <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. All these thoughts. Colson, let's go to your thoughts. Both of your thoughts. Um, Wait, Kentucky's women's team's like 19th in the nation. Yeah. We, we've had a good season in the last couple of years. I am not going to act like I am the biggest follower of women's college basketball or the WNBA. I know Riley has far more to give in this department. Right. So. Really not that much. Riley um, does sort of <laughs> thrive in this lane. Bro, I'm tired of it. I am so tired of the hate Bro, that I'm getting for no trying way. to support there's women's no basketball. No you me. just want... No, a it's honey not like that. That gets There's buckets. That's what it with is. Being attracted to buckets. I don't think that's it. It's 2021, man. Just stop lying to yourself. It's okay. We oh love you. <laughs> I think this girl is dunking, dude. I think she's dunking on the homepage. Man, we, go talk talk about cats. <laughs> um, okay. I ain't doing this. Sure. <laughs> um, I've been a Kentucky fan for about. 10, 11 years, ever since John Wall was there. I was eight, mm. um, and I think my Kentucky fandom explaining it is just kind of funny. I'm not from Kentucky. Um, I don't have any family that's from there. I have no connection to them, really. Um, but I was eight. My sister, older sister thought John Wall was rather handsome and attractive, and the John Wall dance came out that same year, obviously. Um, so I bought in as an eight-year-old. I said, yeah, this, this feels right, and I've been following him fanatically ever since. Um, Kentucky, I was talking to Dante and Riley and Tim this past week, giving them my take on, I think, I thought, it's digressed a little. Kentucky had, um, two weeks ago, I checked their schedule, they had seven games to play. Um, it was Vanderbilt away, number 19 ranked Tennessee away, I believe. And if they could win those two games on the road, we could probably win out with a lot of momentum going into the SEC tournament. And I know we're talking, it's a new era of basketball. The Big East is great. The Big Ten is running the show this year. Amazing. Just outstanding basketball. We love to see it. Um, But March, when it comes down to it, it's about tournament teams. And I will live and die by that sentiment. That's true. That Seton Hall's going to get a dub or two in in, in the big dance. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think they could have five guys who've never played basketball before and probably still get a dub for some. It's something about the school, and I'm going to live and die by that. So Kentucky making a run in the SEC and shocking a tournament on a lesser year like we're having this year isn't an astronomical thing. It's not a hot take, I don't think. Um, Dante thinks otherwise. He's making faces at me across the table. (laughs) I'm thinking. (laughs) Um, And we haven't been good. I'm not going to lie and say we've been a good basketball team because we haven't. I had a lot of steam behind this hope about a week ago, but we lost to Florida on the road by a bucket. We lost to Florida at home by a bucket. Two buckets. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, after that it was – I have simmered down a little bit, and I'm coming to realize that we might not make the tournament, and I just – I can't come to grips with it. Might not make the tournament. Yeah, we're not good, okay, Dante? I understand. I'm asking (laughs) – I'm asking what your thoughts are now. There's a little bit of hope left. Any, okay. it's, bas- it's college basketball. Anything okay. can happen. Anything can happen. UMBC versus number one Virginia. First round. Anything can happen. Loyola Chicago. F- Elite eight appearance. Yeah. I, I'm by no means saying it's impossible. If Kentucky makes a tournament, I will support them with you. I will be a diehard, wow. irrational is... Kentucky fan. Irrational? I love that. I'll yell at I strangers. And that's not too far. Like, you're used to being an irrational fan. Like, you're from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to being so, an irrational well, fan. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Okay, thank yeah, you. I'll leave thank it to you it. for buying into it. Because y'all, 
y'all knew this was going to come around. Yes. Y'all are Falcons fans, and yeah. I'm y'all are Falcons fans. We're Braves fans. I, I think you're you're a Braves fan, right? Not that sure, sure, okay. Yeah. Um, I am now. I guess yeah. <laughs> by zip code, I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's you know you just okay. A little background information: Riley dogs me because I have no hope in the Atlanta Falcons and never will after the twenty-eight and three. God rest our souls. Um, sorry, I said it. But then he makes fun of me when I say things like Kentucky could shake it up in the big dance this year. I'm not even saying shake it up or win it. I'm saying have an appearance, which that is already setting the bar in the basement for a caliber team that is Kentucky, like basketball. Like we're, It's not like we're nobodies. Like we've been around. We're a tournament yeah. team. Sure, yeah. Yeah. There's legacy there. I'm not, I'm not disputing that Kentucky is one of the all-time great basketball teams or – it for sure a top three program of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. abs- there's not fact. a conversation around that. Fact. That is a fact. Sure. Um, this year, though, I, like, I just don't, I, I, it matters in the tournament. But the, this is what the thing is. They are under 500 right now. Yeah. What they have to do, they have one lane to the NCAA March Madness tournament, and that is to win the SEC championship. And they will be playing hard teams the entire way. They will have like they if they are a good team, then they will do that. And that, if they can win the SEC, then they're peaking at the right time, and they can do something in tournament. But I just think that that is that is a next to impossible. We love feat. to see we love to see Cinderella stories. We is love to see the impossible. Is it a Cinderella story? It's more of like it's um, more of a pipe dream. It's more of like Than- you thinking Thanos is done and then him coming back. What I love about sports is that... Not that it- that happened in the movie, but that it could have. <laughs> Spoilers, three years later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you haven't watched Endgame yet. <laughs> you have now. There's no point. Um, what I love about sports is that it's not only possible, but necessary to just suspend reality. Yeah, exactly. To be a basketball player, you have to believe you're the greatest basketball player of all time or you will not succeed. Like, Chris Dunn is sitting on the Hawks sidelines thinking, like, if that were me, I would put up 60 every single night. And Chris Dunn has never scored more than 15 points, probably. (laughs) But he has to believe that he could put 60 on anybody just to survive on the basketball court. And the same is true of fans. You can't love a team without thinking, like, you know what? We've lost 20 games already this season, but we're just going to win out. We're going to make it to the playoffs. We're going to make some noise. This is our year. Every year has to be your year. For sure. Or you have failed as a fan. I believe that this year is the Hawks' year. Is it? (laughs) No. No, it's not. We're 14 and 20. But you know what? 72 games in the season? What is that, 14 and 20? 52 and 20 is not unattainable. That's not out of the question. Are you saying they're going to win out? (laughs) I'm saying the Atlanta Hawks are going to win out. Are they? No. But I, Dante. Dante. But I'm saying with my, I, I believe in my heart of hearts, even though I know different, even though I logically understand that this is not going to happen, I am willing to throw myself into the belief that we'll win out okay. because that's what it means to be a fan. Okay, I admire that. I thought you were trying to say you and I's argument is on the same playing field or like similar. No, I'm saying that there's no length too ridiculous to go okay, to good. as a fan yeah. and support I'm on board with team. that. Wait, are you saying, you're saying that your dream or your, sorry, your idea sure. of Kentucky winning the SEC and getting into the big dance is more realistic than the Hawks making the playoffs or the Hawks winning out? The Hawks winning, winning out. out. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it is less realistic than the Hawks, the Hawks making the playoffs just because of the number with the amount of sure. games having yeah. played left. Like we have what twelve games tops, y'all? Maybe oh less than that six, five. Selection Sunday is in two weeks. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's probably like five six games left. Anything can happen. I'm Anything holding on to happen. it. That's that's why we watch. And I would like to say this at the beginning of the season, the Kentucky. Like the like group of fans, the community looked at our schedule that we're playing, our shortened schedule, and it's a nightmare. I think we have like a top five hardest schedule, Dang. like in the country. I don't know if that's true or not. He, Calipari did have a press conference that was like, "Don't talk to the players. Don't hate the players on Twitter. If you're gonna hate someone, hate me." 
yeah. because like we are in for a trip this season and it has been a disappointing one yeah. obviously but we played good basketball teams and who yeah. thought Alabama was going to play like the way they're playing this season that makes no sense go, yeah, go back to playing football please it's bad for the world yeah, yeah go back terrible. to playing football oh yeah they, that's not right they shouldn't have that much yeah. power over college sports Alabama shouldn't have it all like that what next what's next huh golf track golly <laughs> we also different sports <laughs> three college sports that we've never watched before <laughs> um yeah, so what I'm saying is I don't know what's going to happen with Kentucky. Probably not much. But if they make the tournament, I will throw my irrational fandom behind Kentucky for as long as they're playing basketball. We'd love to see it. I think they're going to do it. Okay. If they do, I'm with you. I, I'm going to say right now they will be playing an SEC final. Sure, yeah. I would, I would, I would thoroughly enjoy to watch that. It would be so much fun, and you would be losing your mind, and so would all of the Kentucky fans I know, which yeah. are more than you would think. Yeah, and now that I think about it, it's just you and the Reinhardts. And <laughs> That's true. Cortland. Yeah. So maybe it's less than we would think after that sentence. Yeah. But there's a lot of Reinhardts. It's true. Yeah. Shout okay. out to Drew Reinhardt. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Drubby. Um, That's his nickname. Okay. Nickname watch, Drew Reinhardt. Drubby. Drubby Reinhardt. Drubby Reinhardt. Shout out to Cubby. Oh, wow. Shout out to Cubby. Any other, any other shout outs you got? Shout out to my mom. Jody. What else you got? That's it. Oh, okay, keep, cool. Keep <laughs> well? Uh, shout out to God and my dad. Y'all are horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and also shout out to my God and my dad. Um, shout out to Q6. Shout out to Q6. Q6. And... Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's cool takes. That's pretty good rap. Thank you, Colson. Yeah, thanks for having for me. For being guys. on. Cats by 90. Cats by 90. Cats by 90. And we believe that. And is that more realistic than. Nah, no, 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 no,